0: My garden is my most beautiful masterpiece. Claude Monet.
1: To have a good harvest, one must plant good seeds. And must also use the right kind of fertilizer. The carrots have grown large and firm. How good they will taste.
0: Welcome to the Backyard Gardens podcast, where we talk about all things gardening and give the information out for you to be successful in your garden, whether it's your first or your last. We are your hosts, Ben, the Backyard Gardener, and
2: Batavia, the Front Yard Gardener,
0: one in the country,
2: one in the city,
0: and this podcast is a companion podcast to the upcoming documentary Backyard Gardens, a documentary about two families growing food for the first time in a world that lacks nutrition. All right, we're back with another garden update. It's your boy, Ben the gardener, and Batavia. What's going on?
2: It's garden time. It's here. It? Yeah, I um, I didn't go back to listen to the last update to figure out what I told you all that I didn't do. So I didn't tell you again today. Um, so with that in mind, we are like consistently in the 50s as a low temperature, 50 degrees Fahrenheit so that's like a trigger for me man like it's it's time like it's really spring
0: what do you mean really spring so what it was fake spring before the
2: calendar like didn't spring start like in march or something so they say
0: yeah so they Uh, say
2: not so much here um i can actually this is where i have to adjust to what 50 degrees feels like in the morning like do i need to put on my garden sweater Or is a T-shirt okay? Like I have to get back into that mode because I don't remember how warm it is working in the garden at 50 or 60 degrees. Um, So, yeah,
0: that's just a distant memory to me.
2: Oh, was that like in December or something? (laughs) The last time it was 50 degrees?
0: (laughs) No, no, no. But um, it's it's getting warm here. So wait, first of all. Thank you to everybody that showed up for our Instagram live chat session uh, Sunday, was it? So um, that was a lot of fun. Thank you for everybody who chipped in and listened and came and checked us out and left and looked and said peace out. <laughs> um, we appreciate it and um, look forward to doing more with you guys. So
2: Absolutely. Good times, yeah. although it was raining most of the time. Um, on my end, it was raining. I still got a chance to get out and show a couple of surprises, which maybe we'll talk about today. Maybe we maybe. might
0: dig in a little, little deeper. Yeah. There was a little teaser yeah. in there. Um, yeah, it was. It was raining here too. We actually had a tropical storm last night, which wasn't that bad, but we had one uh, a little early. So that wasn't fun. I have some uprooted plants now that I have to go mm-hmm. fix after mm-hmm. this. So that's just how it is, though. Yeah. You know, until they get settled in, you're going to have that issue. Yeah. The
1: plants. Mm-hmm.
0: yeah. So um, I think you have uh, you've built something interesting, though. I want you to talk about that.
2: I'm so glad we're opening with this because I have just been bubbling. So this is this this new edition is not even a year old or not a year old, not even a week old yet. Um, So I haven't talked a whole bunch about it here, but my backyard garden, um, I had a friend build what I call the cage baby. Um, like two seasons ago. So the intention was to build this cage baby, which sits on top of, I think it's a four by 12 foot, um, raised bed. You know, I'm going to get the, that math wrong, but something like that. That's okay. Um, and so it sits on top of a four by 12 raised bed and the intention, and it's basically, you know, a wooden frame that has, um, hard cloth wire. Did I get the name of that right this time? Yeah.
0: Uh, I think it's hardware cloth. Oh, whatever.
2: See, okay, yeah. I, yeah, I don't know. <laughs> Commonly referred to as chicken wire or poultry wire. Um, so the original cage, hint, there's a the hint there, the original cage, the original version oh. um, is, it was, you know, kind of six feet tall, again, 10 by, or 12 by four over the bed and I was planting tomatoes there that's the reason why I had it built so I could plant tomatoes there so I didn't have to fight with the squirrels who have generally taken a bite out of one of my red tomatoes as they do with many gardeners Um, so that was very effective and garden season 18, 2019, and coming into this season, I didn't expect to have any trouble with it, but I really, really, really wanted to be able to expand the cage baby um, and basically cover the entire wall of my garden beds in the backyard, and it was done. Um, so I think that's 7, 14, 24, it's like uh, 30 feet Long. So I have three beds over a 30-feet space, four feet out and I have basically caged all of those beds in. So that allows me to not only plant more tomatoes if I desire, but it allows me to rotate where I plant tomatoes. Um, It allows me to plant other things that I'm worried about critters, whether it's squirrels or um, stray cats to get into. um, So that they'll be blocked off from that. Again, it's the same idea, wooden frame using the the um the poultry wire and it is beautiful. In the eye of a gardener, it's beautiful. It is now my favorite addition to the garden. I know I say that every season about something different, but that's how it goes. Well, of course it is. Um, it's your
0: first it's your first year with yeah, you. Yeah,
2: I love it. I love it. I love it.
0: I love it. It reminds me of a garden prison though.
2: A garden prison for who?
0: For the garden. Oh.
2: That that's not very positive. Maybe I'm
0: looking. Yeah, it's not, is it? Maybe I'm looking at it wrong.
2: Well, I mean, I did describe it as a cage, but I used baby to make it seem like a little bit more fun, and you know. Yeah. Okay. (laughs) Don't
0: you get out of here, tomato plants? You will
2: stay. Absolutely. Um, so, so yeah, I, um, I wasn't sure if I was going to be able to pull it off this season and I really, if it was going to happen, it had to happen before I started planting things. So, you know, when you're working out in the garden, like, although you're not generally supposed to step inside of your raised beds, when you're doing like a structure like that, you kind of have to kind of step into things. So, um, so yeah, I was able to, you know, get that built, um, and, I have uh, five different sets of doors where I can, you know, know, get access to everything. Um, So it's bed. I won't number it, but it's the first bed. Then there's like a two foot uh, space that's kind of supposed to be open for my walkway. But I'm struggling because there's some good dirt in there. Then there is another bed, which is a larger of the beds. And then there's another kind of two feet space in between um, that middle bed and then the last bed. Um, So that's actually the same space. It's so funny. I did on Instagram a kind of progression over a couple of years. That's the space when I saw this property that I thought and hadn't thought about it for like a decade. I thought I could have a garden here. That was 13 or 14 years ago. And now, look.
0: That's how long you live there?
2: Uh, what's this year? To, do the math for me. I moved in in 2007. So, yeah, that's, it'll be 13 years this year. Yeah.
0: Okay. So, you've been there a minute.
1: Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah, that's... Um, I mean, it's cool. And it, it's crazy because, you know, I, in all reality, I don't need something over the top of mine, but I need something higher to keep the deer out. Mm-hmm. But I just... They're just going to have to get a a little snack every once in a while.
2: And I generally don't like especially for this small of a space, kind of big structures like that. Like at some yeah. point, I um, I want to make sure that it's, I mean, I don't have a bunch of knickknacks. And I, again, remember the whole junkyard thing. Like I want to make mm-hmm. sure that some of this is still kind of clean. If I want to have a party in my backyard, I don't want people like tripping over rebar and stuff, you know, and this structure, while it's kind of has clean lines, as the designers say, it's still a structure, you know, again, it goes six yeah. feet tall. Um, so it's not ideal. I wouldn't do this at all. Had you know, it wasn't for my garden squirrels, and that's plural because he has a family, and he always goes and talks to his buddies about you know, my delicious tomatoes. So you okay. know, more come over, th- and you know, it's all thing.
0: I think it's important too to realize, and you bring up a good point. Um, and we'll talk about this in another episode way more in depth, but like keeping your garden space presentable,
1: mm-hmm, mm-hmm.
0: you know, it's really hard because it's, it is a workspace. Yeah. 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 You know, it's a, it's a tough balancing act to, to keep it like, so you're not tripping over because for you and you go out there every day, you're like, well, I'll just leave this here cause I'm gonna be out here tomorrow. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. But to constantly be on that, yeah. that's, that's a tough thing to do.
2: Question. Did yeah. we comment that this yes. is an, a garden update? Did we?
0: Yeah, okay. we did. Right, just making sure. Why? Okay, yeah. It wasn't sounding like it was it.
2: No, no. I totally like, you know, I'm just rambling on and on and on and I'm hoping someone isn't like in minute 10, like, wait a minute, what are they talking about? It's like everything because it's a garden update. Those are the rules, yeah. right?
0: We just do whatever we want. <laughs> yeah, I've been painting my yard. Painting? Yeah, I've been painting my yard. Painting with flowers.
2: Uh, st- <laughs> you know, if you were really painting... I was getting weepy about it. Like, yeah, you're making it pretty. And now that you're painting with flowers, like, yeah, you're making it pretty. Gosh. I'm so easy when it comes to this stuff. That makes me happy. You know, it makes me happy.
0: Yeah, I did. Uh, do you want to know the list?
2: Absolutely, I do.
0: <laughs> so it, we haven't really talked about it too much. Um, did I talk about the bulbs last time that I got?
2: Uh, yeah, yeah. But you, you were about to start planting them.
0: Yeah, so that did the... Um, gladiolas and the Dutch Iris okay Mm -hmm. and then it presented an issue for me where I planted them so Mm -hmm. in my front yard I have knockout roses that you know the builders put Mm -hmm. in which they're pretty Mm -hmm. but as I walked around I was like man it just looks like everybody else so I wanted to kind of you know step it up and I wasn't going to do the front yard until next Mm -hmm. year that was like my goal the entire time was next year But then I came across these bulbs. They were 50% off Mm -hmm. at um, Lowe's. So I got them and I put them in. And then I started thinking, I was like, well, I didn't do them in like big sections, Mm -hmm. right? I did little sections in between bushes. And so I started visualizing it in my head when I was done. And I was like, damn, I'm going to put these things here and it's going to be a patch of purple and then a patch of pink, you know? And I was like, I can't, I can't have that. So I went out and I got some annuals, gasp, annuals, <laughs> not your pal.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: And um, I put in Vincas. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. You know what yeah, those are? Yeah, they
2: get a little tall, too.
0: Yeah, well, the Dutch Iris get h- mm-hmm, tall, mm-hmm. right? So, But they should get shorter. But is my my thinking the vinca should be shorter than
2: the dutch iris oh yeah from a design perspective that's yeah but you'd be surprised i don't i don't have the tag i um gosh this is going to be hard for me because um the secret is i may be in a position to grow everything indoors or start everything from seed and not buy plants but that's a good example of a flower i really like and I've mm-hmm. got, I don't have seeds for it, and so talking about it makes me worry. Which one, Vinka's? Yeah, it makes me worry because I'm going to see them in the you know at the, the garden center, the nursery. And I'm going to be tempted.
0: Dude, they were cheap. They were like fifty cents. Well, everything is like plant. you
2: know, ten percent of the price that I pay here. You know, in your neck of the woods. That's that's <laughs> true. Well, they were on sale. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
0: Again, but I had actually gone in particular to get these because I wanted some white flowers mm-hmm. to kind of even yeah. it out because neutral is white or green Mm. so i I went for those and i put 16 of them in and then in between three white ones i put one pink one okay one as in like one one pink vinca to every three white vincas
2: they have um the the what is it the eye of the flower is pinkish right of the for the white ones with the white petals Uh, maybe those are really good (laughs) just as a side. No, those are really nice in containers as well because they get, um, they're very leafy if that's a term. Um, so they spread a bit as well. Um,
0: that's the, that was the mm -hmm. goal. That's why I went and you, you know, usually, um, and we keep talking about this and we will be doing this. When I look on the internet and I'm like, okay, I'm looking up researching different flowers. Mm -hmm. Like this year has been flowers. Um, I have a hard time because I'm like, oh, this is what I want. But then you go and you're like, well, you can't find it. Yeah, yeah, Mm yeah. You know what I mean? So you have to get something that's pretty Mm -hmm. common in order to do it. So, you know, I did that and I went around the side yard and I I decided to kind of keep going with the purple and pink Mm -hmm. look. So I put um, Candy Stripe um, Cosmos down Mm -hmm, in areas because they readily recede, supposedly. Oh, okay supposedly remember i, I don't, don't ever believe i it.
2: rarely research flowers i basically buy what i what really catches my eye and then yeah. i make that design work which we'll talk about you know on a different episode um yeah
0: we're recording a garden design episode mm. tomorrow which will come in a month
2: <laughs> <laughs> <So>. <laughs> right in time for christmas yeah <laughs> yeah
0: right in time for christmas but um no and so like You know, I do that too, to an extent, but I, this is an area that doesn't get, um, that I don't want to plant all the time. Mm -hmm. Like I want something that will reseed Mm -hmm. and come back, you know, maybe not a perennial, but have the same characteristic. So we put that out there and I mean, we'll see, this is literally, and I'm not joking, my first time really focusing on flowers and it's mostly because this year like i'm stuck at home Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. and i want you know if i'm like hey if i'm gonna be stuck here i want something to look at i'm really proud of you so yeah well the next big project for next that will be next year um i'm gonna be enlisting some help from a certain somebody
2: listen do you know how many times i've said to neighbors i'm really looking for someone else's yard to dig in and even if it's virtually Yeah. yeah
0: yeah i mean it you know, there's we're trying to set it up, and you know, we're going through and because our property isn't literally just cut out in the woods, mm-hmm. so we're trying to make that separation. But we don't make we don't want to make an invasive separation, hmm. you know what I mean? We don't want stuff to like grow into the woods and mess oh, up because okay. the, yeah. the wetlands mm-hmm. and stuff mm-hmm. like that, because that's an important part of the you know the ecology mm-hmm. system. So, did I use that word right? The ecology system,
2: the ecosystem.
0: The ecosystem, mm-hmm. thank you. I wanted to say economy because that's been what everybody's been talking yeah, about. Yeah. But um yeah, so that's what, you know, those flowers and then the shade garden's still going. So we'll we'll see what happens.
2: Yeah, I was um I hadn't heard of the Gladiolus and they put me in the mind of another flower. I can't think of the name of that one, but they're super pretty. They I I must have seen these like as cut flowers, like in grocery stores and stuff. Yeah. 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 So are these, per, the gladiolas? are they perennials or no? They're bulbs. Okay. Oh, okay. So okay, yeah.
0: technically mm-hmm. in my area, if I get a really cold winter, it could kill them mm-hmm. off. But, um, I think because I'm officially in zone eight A that it's, um, you know, it's hit or miss. So if I throw some mulch down on top of it, we should be okay.
2: Did you check your zone today? Cause it could have changed just a
0: note. I didn't check, yeah. you know, no. And That conversation wasn't in the last one because we had to record Mm -hmm. it 15 Mm -hmm. times. So we're welcome to talk about that.
1: Mm.
0: But um, yeah, so flowers are the name of the game. And the question is why flowers right now, though, other than the fact that I'm stuck at home. And it's because I'm waiting on my garden to grow. Mm
1: -hmm. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. You know,
0: you have that spring push. And then you have that wait. And that's where I'm at right now. I'm just like waiting for things to grow.
2: Yeah, so I um am... I had that period of time earlier this year, like January, February. And that's when I was doing all that houseplant stuff. Um, And, you know, again, it was to to buy time, if you will. Um, I've been able to feel my time, you know, because I basically I have some family and friends that are like, oh, how's the garden going with all of this rain? And I'm kind of like, it's just mud at this point. Because, again, I still I still don't truth moment have much of anything planted, um, and I don't know, maybe we'll we'll wait for people that listen to the full episode. Maybe I'll, I'll tell you guys about um, the whys, you know, at the hour mark or something. Because uh, I, I don't want to spiral, you know. <laughs>
0: yeah, I don't spiral. You should have stuff planted, though, I will I say. Should. I'm ashamed. Yeah, Well, you know. Listen, I'm not going to please you know. everyone.
2: Sometimes I do disappoint. <laughs> you should
0: definitely have, like, uh, lettuces and stuff mm-hmm. like that in. But... You know, I think your, your summer is a pretty gradual warm up, isn't yeah, it? Yeah.
2: Yeah. Still. Yeah. Well, and just as far as like, you know, relevant time. So I don't want to go back to the last 10 years, but last year in particular. And unfortunately, it feels like this year is shaping up to be like that. We had such a wet May going into June and such a cool time. Um, so while, you know, the lows are in the 50s, we're getting, you know, 60s as a high. Uh, but that's still generally cool. Right. You know, so comfortable. Not for lettuce. Well, not. no, not That's for lettuce. Perfect. Right. I, I acquiesce. Yes. I should have already planted lettuce. Get off my back. No. <laughs> Let us be OK with me not planting lettuce.
0: Oh, there yeah, it is. Yeah, 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 yeah. Let us. <laughs> I like um, it.
2: But um, but yeah, the um, other veggies. So I'm going to dive in here anyway. Now I'll make it brief and we can expand as we need. So the other veggies that I have that I plan on planting, like kind of the summer garden, some of them are still a bit small in my grow room. And in part, that's OK, because, again, actually, let me ask a question. So let's use peppers as an example. Peppers are a heat loving veggie, right?
1: Mm-hmm.
2: They thrive when the temperatures are warmer. So do Mm -hmm. you think, and I don't know the answer to this, so I'm not leading you into a place. So I have some peppers that are sizable. Like I've looked at some of the big box stores and they're selling some peppers the same size as the ones that I have. There are other ones that are smaller in my grow room. Um, So I'm kind of using that to gauge like what's the appropriate size to actually plant in your garden. Um, But do you believe that a pepper is better off in my grow room, a pepper plant, under lights, um, or is it better off in the ground and not the most ideal condition? So, again, 50-degree nights, maybe 60-degree days.
0: I would keep it under your grow lights for another week. Mm. Don't make the same mistake I did.
2: Well, that's assuming the weather is going to shift in another week, right? Or
0: Right. I would just take it one week at mm-hmm. a time because with those, um, you know, a bad habit I have is I say, okay, everything's hardened yeah. off it's going out there. And in all reality, that shouldn't be the case. Like you need to put your tomatoes out a little bit before your peppers and your peppers should be like one of the last things to go out. And in the meantime, you're, you keep feeding them. If they get too big, you can still repot mm-hmm, them. Mm-hmm. But, um, you know, when do you think that it will be in the seventies consistently during the day and fifties at night?
2: I don't know. I I feel like we still may be another two weeks off. We may be getting back into June.
0: So then I would start hardening off them now. Hardening them off now. That's what I would do. Because it's going to take you about two weeks to harden them off. Mm -hmm,
1: mm -hmm.
2: Yeah, I'm just looking at the 14-day forecast and we don't even reach like the 70s until this coming weekend. So when this airs, it'll be this weekend before we even get temps in the 70s during the day. And then it's kind of straddling around 70 for like the next 10 days or something. I'm looking at a 14 day forecast and that puts us in June. Um, So the lucky thing though is by the time we get to the very end of May and early June, the low temperature has risen just a bit. So we're closer to 60 versus 50s for lows. I
0: would start hardening them off literally today because you're cloudy, Mm -hmm, right? mm -hmm. Yeah, today's the day to start hardening them off. And then you start moving them. I mean, that's the part it sucks so bad because now all the stuff that you've had in your grow room, you're like, great, I got all this stuff. Now you gotta tote that shit in and out of your house. And my
2: grow room (laughs) is downstairs. So I have to come up a flight of stairs.
0: Well, you only have to pull them up once, and then I just put them by the back door because it's going to be, you know, you're going to do an hour today, Uh a little bit more tomorrow, and a little bit more the next day. So you know, you don't. Or am
2: I doing like thirty minutes or fifteen minutes or thirty minutes? If it's cloudy, Mm
0: -hmm. I would go for an hour. Yeah, and start holding back the water too. Mm
1: -hmm,
2: mm -hmm. Oh, I remember that comment around. You know, yeah, make them search for the. Right. The water.
0: Because a common thing I've been doing, talking about lately on my Instagram and everything is roots, roots, roots. If you don't have strong roots, you ain't got mm-hmm, nothing, mm-hmm. you know? So you've really got to get your roots ready. Like, I mean, if you got a leaf, it's going to make food. Yeah. You know what I mean? But people, I think it's easy to like, you look on top and you're like, oh, cool. I got a lot of leaves. But if you don't have a lot of roots, you ain't going to get yeah, nothing. Yeah,
2: yeah, yeah. I actually, you know? um, quick note on that. I don't know how many years, a couple of years ago, I had a tomato plant and I may try this again. I had a tomato plant in one of my garden beds that was on the concrete patio. So it had maybe 10 to 11 inches of dirt. um, And then there's a concrete patio. And it's the first time I've ever had blossom end rot. Uh, So it was a brand new bed, just as a, you know, kind of the facts. I planted a couple of tomato plants and I attributed it to, um, the plant just really didn't have a lot of space to go when it came to kind of growing and expanding. Um, I think isn't blossom end rot, like it's a calcium deficiency or something. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so maybe it wasn't that it was much more of the soil, um, that I was using that year. But anywho, I, um, since I have so many freaking tomatoes, which <laughs> tomato starters, I have enough to get hardening off for tomatoes wrong a couple of times. Um, but I'm, I'm I would just, you know, if you have
0: a lot, and as long as you don't set them out and burn mm-hmm, them,
1: mm-hmm.
0: they're gonna be fine. Yeah. And then you'll have a couple left over to give away, mm-hmm. not sell. Yeah. <laughs> and then you'll have some <laughs> to replace if there's death. Mm-hmm. So,
2: yeah, the, um, so I'm trying to get excited about this hardening off uh, place outside of killing all of the kale and the collards and the, um, and the cabbage, I felt pretty okay about starting seeds indoors and growing indoors. Like I didn't feel like that was going to be the like stumbling point. Um, I am a little bit nervous around the, again, not the physical part of moving them, but getting them outside. Cause remember all of my garden history has been, these plants that are in these stores that have been whipped around for weeks and weeks and weeks before I buy them, right? So that's never been a concern for me. Um, have you
0: been strengthening the stems? Of course
2: I haven't. The one little fan that I thought I had that worked when I was ready to turn it on clearly didn't work. And then I didn't want to... End-
0: have you been Have you been touching them and rubbing your hands over them? I have. Him? Then you're, you're, that's what you're okay, doing. all right. Yeah, you're doing it. That's what it did takes. Did you see me I mean, smile just, when I said that? It's kind of I like, did. yeah... I'm sure you're over there touching mm-hmm, them and massaging and them talking and talking
2: to them. Yeah.
0: Yeah, yeah. Of course. I'm gonna make it impossible so for when
2: I give these uh, these transplants away for them to be successful in any other garden because they're gonna be so used to my voice. And I'm sure as they yeah. grow up in another garden, they're gonna say, "Where is she? Why is she?" Well, then us?
0: you know what you can do is anybody who you give them to, just say, "Hey, every day, set our set your phone down and play the podcast so it can hear my voice." <laughs>
2: Excellent idea. <laughs>
0: you know and then that way they get it but i mean it's an it's you know once you start get if you just take it easy putting them mm-hmm. out put them out at the end of the day today mm-hmm. and if it's going to stay in the 50s like leave them out at night you know after a couple mm-hmm. nights like don't be afraid to leave them out because they need to get used to it. you don't want their first night to be outside outside is the day you put them in the garden that's not what you yeah, want okay
2: that's a good point and i am um nervous about leaving them outside
0: Think about it this way. You sleep in your warm bed every night, right? Or on the now couch. Go out, or on
2: the couch, but that's another story. Or on the couch.
0: <laughs> take your blanket and go lay outside tonight. And think about how cold you'll be with the exact same covering oh, and everything.
2: yeah. Such a great analogy.
0: You see what I'm saying? So it's the same thing. Wait,
2: tomorrow I'm going to completely like misconstrue this. Tomorrow I'm going to be, you know, it was so cold outside when I slept there last night. Yeah. You're going to be like, wait, what? <laughs>
0: Yeah, because you're used, your body is used to that. Mm -hmm. So the plants the same way; it's used to that consistent temperature. Mm -hmm. So, because I don't know what the what is the temperature downstairs.
2: Oh, my basement is actually warmer than most. You know how generally basements are, you know, a bit cooler. Uh, So I'd say maybe the 60s. No, maybe a little bit warmer, even maybe 65 or something.
0: So it's about right. So a couple degrees isn't going to make a difference, mm -hmm. you know. But I mean. In all reality, like, as far as I know, like, they can make it out in the 40s. Yeah, yeah. They're not going to die. But you don't want, you know, it's like me. What happened to me is the weatherman says, oh, it'll be 50. And then it's like 34, Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. you know, and you're like, well, that's, you know, you're cutting it kind of close for a heat loving plant. Yeah, yeah. So that's, um, that's my suggestion to you. Okay, I appreciate it. Because the next, the next update, you should have stuff going in the ground.
2: Is that garden pressure?
0: Uh, yeah. No, I'm just saying, like, by your temperature wise Oh, okay. You should be like either just about ready to put them in the ground like any day now, or you should be starting to put stuff in the ground. I would think that's how I work. I time things out in my head.
2: I feel like game day is coming up. Like, am I going to make the winning shot? Um, that reminds me. So this is like sketch number twenty-eight. I'm showing yeah. you a picture of the um, garden plan that I finally drew out. Um, she did a
0: very bad job showing me, by the oh, way. Oh, sorry.
2: Is that better? <laughs> oh, you know what? I'm trying. I'm literally trying to show it to you in the little box, not realizing you can see my whole screen. Gosh, I'm so confused Higher. by this.
0: Higher. There you go.
2: Can you see it all? Okay,
0: yeah. I can see some uh, of it. Yeah. Um,
2: yeah, it's not. It's not that uh, impressive. But that was the full front yard and backyard. So some episodes back, and on the multiple episodes. gives me grief about not having um, a notebook for gardening and I still this is not a garden notebook here can you see this this is not a garden notebook Um, and I plan but it's a notebook it is so I have is
0: there gardening stuff going in it
2: some gardening stuff and some other stuff too
0: Okay, so it's in our books.
2: So I have generally, I do plans in my head. I do plans on my phone. Like I make lists. I like live on bullets, right? You know, so, all right, bullet one, two, three, four, and so on. Um, and I even did a air quote sketch like in Excel because, you know, you can make boxes Ooh. in Excel. So I've actually right. planned the last couple of years of the garden that way. Um, but it just wasn't, again, biggest garden ever this year. It just wasn't resonating with me. You know, and so I finally said, all right, let me, although my artistry when it comes to drawing is really, really undesirable. Um, That's okay. <laughs> it, it really helped to be able to kind of see it all on a piece of paper, seeing, you know, one set of veggies here, one set of veggies there. Um, but it has, I mean, I still haven't planted, but, you know, it's helped me get to that, that leap. Yeah.
0: So you know that I do sketches in mm-hmm. mine. Mm-hmm. And my sketches change. Yeah. But, um, and we'll talk about this in the fall. But one thing that I'm going to do now is I want to get, gosh, um, oh, I can't remember what it's called. I think it's made by Polaroid. Whatever. It's a little printer connects Wi-Fi to your phone. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And then it prints pictures out. Oh! And so what I want to do is I want to take pictures of my garden and then print the picture out and glue it into the notebook so then when I open it up, it, like if I... It, You know, sometimes I'm like sketching Uh something wrong. I can look at it and say, okay, now I know what was where.
1: Mm -hmm, mm -hmm.
0: And just kind of have that reference there as well. Because you kind of got to stay on top of it.
2: You know what I mean? So really quick note and tip. And I know some of you probably do this, but... And I know we're like taking pictures of everything, taking videos of everything in life, you know, Um, but absolutely do that with your garden. I was um, for the new cage baby. I don't even know if you can call it a cage baby. It's like a cage toddler now. Um, So I was working up the soil um, in the beds and which I'll, I have another comment around that. And I said, no, wait, stop. This is truly the before. Take a picture of it, right? Take like 10 seconds of video footage um, because that space is going to look a lot different in a month, in two months, in three months and so on. Um, But it's super helpful. I like that idea. I don't know if I'd I'd be able to do that consistently enough to make it even worth my time. Um,
0: Well, what you can do. Well, first of all, I do want to say this. Um, What was the hashtag you created on Instagram. B-Y-G, BYG podcast. podcast. Mm-hmm. So if you guys want to show off your gardens, take a picture of your garden and put a hashtag BYG podcast on there and we will put it in our um, in our stories and show everybody because uh, I I, I want to see like I'm used to seeing like close ups of people's stuff and I do the same thing, but I want to see like the whole Shebang. you
2: are speaking my language i say this often. you know what i, I mean? personally don't do it either um you know when it comes you know to why the pictures, you don't do it I, why
0: because it's hard to take a good picture on a phone mm-hmm. of of a space that big
2: oh my expectations for a good picture are pretty low though so <laughs> 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 so I mean that's, you know, it's all good. But yeah, it's the I don't know, you're um I do some I can't even call it aerial shots, but I do some pictures that are from like upstairs looking down on the garden space but i'll do it once or twice during the year you know and yeah. it's really 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 different you know another thing that um and this is if you're really into if you do take a lot of pictures a lot of selfies a lot of photos and stuff um, try to completely not required, but try to take the picture from the same spot so i have a space in my front yard where i take like I kind of can remember easily where I'm standing and I take it from that angle because when you're comparing and contrasting, it's really helpful to kind of see it again from that same angle. I'm not very good at it all over the garden, um, but the new front yard garden last year, um, it really kind of helped me see, oh, okay, is the filmmaker and you yeah. going to tell me that that's not a good idea? I'm looking at your face.
0: No, I'm going to tell you um I wasn't going to tell you anything actually. I was thinking to myself mm-hmm. which was a private thought mm, well. as a matter of fact that you're making me spill.
2: Mm-hmm. Cuz when that on face air, comes it, along with that private thought, you can't you can't say but, private.
0: Well, no, and I mean and, and scientifically that's what you do. You just do it in the exact same spot every time so you always get the same point of view.
2: Oh, so wait, is so, this a moment so your private thought was she's a genius and you were going to keep it to yourself?
0: Genius is not the word I was looking for. Well, that's okay. That's my
2: interpretation of your thought.
0: (laughs) I know. I was more along the lines of thinking, she's right. Mm -hmm. But if genius works, genius works. Let's go with genius. But wait, wait. How can you ensure that you go to the same spot and take a picture?
2: What do you mean, how can I share it? How can I say the words?
0: How how can you ensure?
2: Oh, I mean, you could... Uh, landmarks are really good. Um
0: like a potted plant.
2: Oh, yeah. I wasn't oh. thinking that. So the space I need to go to is on my sidewalk outside, you know, outside of my yard. So that's maybe not the best idea. However, yeah. inside of the yard and in my backyard, it's a really good idea. Something that I don't plan on moving. But gosh, that's hard for me. I move stuff around so often. But yeah, that okay. or a crack in the sidewalk or something, you know.
0: So this is what we're gonna do. No, because you you're your always garden, giving me
2: assignments. I, that's why I need a notebook. This is easy.
0: This is it's easy. It's still an though.
2: assignment, right?
0: <laughs> no. So your your garden's pretty spread out, like mm-hmm. me, right? So why don't we do this? Why don't we go and take pictures of our gardens from the same spot and post them on Instagram, and then we'll come back and show that effect. You know what I mean?
2: Um, I don't know exactly what you mean, but I'm in. It's not clearly not the same spot. I'm not going to be in the same spot that you're in. So that couldn't happen. No, no,
0: no, him. no. Your own mm-hmm. personal so spot. I to pick you know my own mean? spot?
2: Or are you going to pick a spot y- for me?
0: <laughs> I'll pick it for you.
2: Yeah, actually, I'll it pick may it be for nice you. with your uh, your filmmaker <laughs> eye. It's going to be like, pick the spot where you won't have your thumb in front of the camera. Like, start with that. <laughs> yeah,
0: we'll start there. Mm-hmm. But no, I think it'll be cool because, you know, it's something that... I've been really bad at showing progression Mm -hmm. because then, I mean, I told last time is like, I like to look at like really close tight things and see the details and stuff like that. But there's a whole group of people that like to see everything. And I think, you know, and especially like right now for you in particular, I'm a little late to the game, but you don't really have anything going on. Mm -hmm. So like that transformation is going to be, it's amazing in a garden what happens every year.
2: I mean, I actually Go have ahead. um so I I am in for the take the picture um and post it remind me that we're doing that um, I actually have, so when this airs, it will be coming out this weekend. It's already scheduled, so there's no turning back. Um, I actually have the very first installment of a progression series that I'm doing in my yard. Um, so in my garden in front and back, I do, what in my mind is short, but you know how I roll. So short is like, you know, 88 minutes or something. Four hours. Yeah. <laughs> so I do a walkthrough of every, and when I say walkthrough, literally walking past it each garden bed um, for the total of real total of 14 garden beds, front and backyard combined. Um, And it really is the desire of let's see what this looks like now. So the real gold is keeping up with it. So it's kind of like, you know, this is the garden layout, I think is the way that I referred to it. Um, And it really kind of gives you that clear perspective because you can see everything. You can see the shapes of the beds. You can see kind of how close or far apart they are. But really the value is going to be, June's uh, walkthrough you know July's walkthrough August's walkthrough because that really paints that picture
0: you gotta start Mm -hmm, somewhere mm -hmm. you know and that's the good thing and that's what we talked about in earlier episodes about the garden is it's so great because you get a a clean slate every year
2: it's every year you get a clean slate it speaks to my garden soul even more specifically the idea of um, I turn my soil over. I won't do it in the front yard beds because it's not as easy to kind of maneuver because they're about 22 inches high, those beds. Um, mm. And I got that math right. I was actually super impressed with myself secretly, right, in <laughs> my private <laughs> thoughts. Um, at the backyards, though, um, again, you know, half of the beds are in ground raised beds are in ground, the other half are on the concrete. But the ones that are in ground, like that kind of, that really makes me feel like, all right, I'm in the soil, like I'm in the meat of it. And I need to be able to see that bed cleared. Those three, Mm -hmm. uh, cleared, leveled off, like just fresh dirt. Like that really speaks to my garden heart and soul. For whatever reason, it's like that moment, and now I know it'll never look like that until next season. But that's the beginning, and that's actually what I was working up this morning. I'm about halfway through, um, so yeah, I'm not sure how I got to that space just now, but
0: yeah, I'm not either. Mm-hmm. You kind of went there, yeah. though.
2: I know because I've been. I'm just thinking about it now. I still have my garden apron on because I want to get out and finish it.
0: <laughs> yeah, I don't have an apron. Mm-hmm. I just have pockets. Mm-hmm. That's that's the um some so I had. I gained a follower from you on um, YouTube, mm-hmm. and he left a comment and said, uh, "Hashtag real dudes garden."
2: <laughs> Nicely like, done. Like you, damn right. Nicely done. damn right. <laughs> so
0: I was, uh, it, it made me think because that's the difference between men and women in a garden. Like we just stick stuff in our pockets versus, I bet, you know, I don't think there's a huge community of men gardeners at Rockin' Apron.
2: Probably not, probably not. But I've only, this is only my second year with an apron. And yeah. I really don't know did how it I... Did change your life? Absolutely, it did. That's just what I'm going to say. I don't know how I, I garden before without it. Um, now, funny enough, my apron really doesn't have a ton of garden stuff in it it'll have some twine in it uh it will have like a pair of scissors but other stuff is like you know seed packets i guess that's garden stuff but i'll have like my phone uh my keys in it you know like it helps me not go back and forth as much um so and it absolutely puts me in the garden spirit as well
0: yeah yeah i I always wanted to rock um i always wanted to rock um overalls mm-hmm, mm-hmm. that was like my dream but you know what those damn are things hot. are hot yeah
2: i'm sure they are hot yeah.
0: hot hot <laughs> hot so um i actually had a pair this is so embarrassing i had a pair one time and i cut the legs off of them to make them shorts <laughs> and i totally looked like a complete idiot walking around because as i washed them they got shorter and shorter and shorter and next thing you know my cheeks are hanging out the back of them and it was just way too embarrassing, so I just stopped.
2: I'm pounding on my table, and I'm saying in my head, "We want pictures. We want pictures."
0: There is no pictures of that that I know of, but I actually yeah, could um,
2: see the the shorts, the the hem of it going up and up every time you said, you know. <laughs>
0: yeah it was like i mean it was like a cartoon every time you got them back it would just go you know a half inch higher they just like frayed and it was like you know the daisy duke song you know it was it was brutal so yeah, without um,
2: pictures yeah. i i feel like the visual is enough for me
0: the visual is all you're gonna get so
2: it's it's satisfied my garden spirit man like yeah, I almost wonder how we've been doing this all of this time, and you've not brought it up, like
0: because it's embarrassing. I feel
2: like it's an injustice, though. I feel like it is an somehow injustice. you owe myself and the audience this joy. This is hashtag garden joy. Just so you know.
0: Yeah, I'm sorry. I'm, I'm glad everybody gets joy out of my embarrassment. I'm
2: sorry, I'm sorry.
0: <laughs> it's a, it was a, it was a mistake.
2: So but, I um, totally have ideas like, oh, okay. I thought I'd just do this, that, and the other. It's never turned out to be as gold as that is. So again, thank you for sharing.
0: Hey, this is the least I could do for you today, Batavia. It
2: is possible that I will. That's an uh, emoji that we want. <laughs> bring back, bring that emoji.
0: <laughs> That's a GIF.
2: Oh goodness!
0: Is it GIF or JIF? gif jif, oh, don't whatever. ask me
2: i was uh so i have another uh, video where i'm talking it's a grow room tour which i'm super uh excited about and i was in the store saying um is it yeah i was saying yeah i'm looking for led lights and so every time in the electrical department led oh led, LED yeah. lights so i'm i'm the wrong person to ask if which one it is clearly and once I yeah. say it so often, then I, I pause here like, wait, which one's the right one? When you have both of them LED. in your head? Well, yeah, I think I remember that now. That's totally wrong. I didn't know for sure. So, <laughs> um,
0: LED lights is what works. Yeah, okay.
2: My, I don't know. My what LED you, lights are working just fine. What are, are you doing with LED fine. lights, though? My LED lights are working just fine.
0: What are you using them
2: for? Uh, my, my grow room. They're my grow lights. Mm. Mm-hmm. So I was, because um, I've been building up for uh, this and saving for this, and um, so I knew I could have gone fluorescent, um, but, you know, the interweb said that, you know, at this point, based on the price point of LED lights, because I'm going to keep on saying it until I don't, forget. It drives me crazy. Yeah, until I I'll forget literally that it's jump wrong, out the window. right? Um, so for you, cause, because you gave us the joy of the overall shorts, the overall <laughs> short set, I want to describe it as that. Um, anywho, LED lights, lights. Um, yeah, I splurged a bit when it came to the grow room. So, um
0: LED lights are very cheap now
2: in comparison um, to what they I were. Use, right, you know. I
0: used fluorescent lights for a long mm-hmm. time and they worked fine yeah. too. I mean, it is it, it doesn't mm-hmm. matter. I mean, I don't want to say it doesn't matter because some people think it does, but in my mind, be just
1: fine. Mm-hmm.
0: It, that lights a light yeah. is a light, but LEDs are cheaper to run.
2: Mm-hmm. So. Mm-hmm.
0: so, you know what I don't like about them though is that damn purple color.
2: I don't know if I really... I,
0: mine are like purple. Is this they make like, my plants the, like, brown. Um,
2: like the what color are the dress is? Is it purple or are you seeing it as purple?
0: No, mine are purple. I've actually
2: seen a picture or maybe we were going... We were um, on We chat. were talking yeah. one day and I showed it you... It yeah, purple, yeah.
0: It's purple and I, I hate it because I really like to see that green yeah. in my house.
2: It was very scandalous. <laughs>
0: No, that goes out to the purple gardener, by the way. So there you go, girl. But um, it's, yeah. So actually, I do want to say something, too, since we're kind of getting off of garden updates. I've made a decision that from now on, any annual that I want to grow, I'm starting by seed.
2: Oh, yeah. It's a really good decision.
0: So now my garden table. So what I'm going to have to do is I'm going to have to start really limiting how many tomatoes I grow. Yeah.
2: It's a really good segue. Good luck, brother, because clearly I've not been able to do that. I didn't do a count. Maybe the next update I'll give you guys a count of how many I have. But I have like, what is it, 12, 24, 36, 48. I probably have like 60 tomato plants.
0: That's insane, Batavia. Yeah. Yeah. That's insane. Yeah. That's that's called hoarding. Yeah. Yeah. That's called hoarding. Yeah. Good job. Uh
2: No problem. So um, (laughs) I recently... Back to garden updates. I recently, uh, just a, a couple of days ago, a couple of days ago from recording, a week ago from when this airs, um, potted up my tomato plants. So what I did was basically for every variety, which I, I think I have five or six, I did almost every one. I did like you know the seed starter packets. Generally, they'll have six cells, um, and so yeah. I basically started to. Um, trays or whatever. So basically every plant had 12 seedlings. Um, And almost all of them germinated. I got the best germination out of tomatoes and peppers, just as an aside. Um, But almost everyone germinated. And I did double up a couple of the seeds, although it pains my heart when I planted. Um, And I had to cut those. I had to thin those, which again, oh my gosh, that's just... It's hard It's hard
0: Man you get too deep On that yeah, stuff Yeah
2: Yeah it's like uh, You know It's Lighten up It comes from a Lighten place up, Of bruh. like just not Wanting to waste And you know I know I'll Yeah anyway So I have a bunch wait, of.
0: Ho- wait no no Stop I'm moving on I'm gonna be I'm. No I'm not Is this gonna be Our therapy session here. Yeah this is therapy yeah,
2: It absolutely is for me
0: Okay intersegue. Dr. Phil music cue <laughs> One Two Three Don't know the music But go for mm. it so you're worried about waste, but you planted 60 tomato plants. How many are you going to plant in the ground?:
2: I'd prefer not to discuss that in this moment. I've we
0: need to discuss that.
2: <laughs> so I am going to have a maximum to a maximum of two plants per variety. So that may be, maybe 10, probably less. Um, so
0: you're worried about thinning, but you're growing these plants to full capacity, ready to go. And then you're just, what are you going to do with them?
2: So do you believe that I always use garden logic? Meaning logic in the garden. that That's like, that's not what I do. It's not how I roll.
0: Well, things change.
2: No. So my intention, <laughs> right? <laughs> I reject using garden logic. My intention was twofold. Well, three. Three parts. One, gross um, start seeds so I can actually have plants, obviously, right? Two was, um, shoot, I didn't know, again, what was going to be successful and what wasn't. So I know I totally over-seeded. Oh, wait, this is your
0: first year starting seeds. Yeah, exactly.
2: Then three, I intentionally planted more with the goal of giving things like tomato plants away. Um, So... I totally felt like I got my feet wet. I already learned that I feel like I started my tomato seeds too late. So next year, I'll start them a bit early. I started them on April the 11th. Today, it's April or May the 18th. Um, so they're small for my liking. But again, I've never started seedlings in indoors. I've only bought plants at a certain size.
0: How big are they?
2: Um, I don't know, like inch, maybe inch. like two inches, three inches tall, but they don't have a bunch of leaves on all of the plants.
0: OK, so have you have you given them any kind of sweet sauce?
2: <laughs> I like that. Um, I, I think I've fertilized twice. Once when okay. I potted it up and maybe once before.
0: And on that, we're going to take a break for our sponsor. This episode is brought to you by Neptune's Harvest Organic Fertilizer. Now, this is a fertilizer that I have used in my garden for many years. I like to use a fish seaweed blend, the one with the blue label. In the wintertime, I like to dilute it and add it to my seedlings, and it has the right amount of nitrogen in it to give those leaves the extra push they need so they can grow and collect more light for stronger seedlings. Once I put them in the garden, I do a full strength feeding, and they grow faster, and especially my spring crops. They have larger leaves to harvest. This year, I want to specifically try the tomato veg formula, the one with the red label. I'm looking to get higher yields, and I also want to feed the microbes in my soil to help rebuild it throughout the year. Best of all, it's organic. All throughout history, people have been burying fish heads in their gardens. But thanks to Neptune's Harvest, we don't have to do that anymore. So check them out at NeptunesHarvest.com. And you can buy it at NeptunesHarvest.com, your local garden center, and even on Amazon. So check them out and get growing. Okay, so why did we take a break right there? Because Batavia is using Neptune's Harvest to fertilize her seedlings. I am. Um, Yeah, so, and I mean, did you... You, so how long ago did you give them the the sauce?
2: So, um, in week five, and then maybe week three. So
0: okay, so every two weeks, roughly. Yeah,
2: yeah. So I was trying to get everything, and I know it doesn't exactly work th- like this. I wanted to basically start like I'm fertilizing on five fifteen, May the fifteenth. And then I'd be able to kind of get on some cycle. So that was kind of the intention, although it wasn't exactly May 15th. I'm going to pretend like it was. Um, But because I started things at different rates or different times and things were going at different rates, I really couldn't get on that schedule beforehand. But I feel good, pretty good about it now. Um, So, yeah.
0: Yeah, because did you notice any kind of change in them? Since you fertilize them? At-
2: Not the tomato plants, but it's really hard because they were like, they're still so small. The eggplants, right. absolutely. Um, really? Peppers, absolutely. Yeah. Um, I So I did the combination with peppers and I started for, um, excuse me, eggplants and peppers, really. I started... Um, um potting those up much earlier, those are older plants. everything from the most of my peppers and eggplants were started on May the fifteenth, so they're just over two months old now, and so I actually started fertilizing them a bit earlier, so maybe about when they were three weeks old, and okay. I was playing around with the time frame like i you told me not to fertilize every time I watered, which I didn't yeah. do um so I probably fertilized those like you know three or four times, you know. So Okay. Maybe again, roughly every like weekend like seven to ten days is probably what I'm doing.
0: So you probably have some pretty strong roots on them then if you've been doing
1: that.
2: Tomatoes again, it's it was only the second time when I potted them up so they only had one shot of the sweet sauce. But the other ones, yeah, I can already see the eggplants. I actually if I'm gonna make a commitment, I think I'm actually just gonna put an eggplant harden it off this week and put an eggplant in a container. Because, I mean, they're getting, I have more eggplants than I'm ever going to plant. Well, maybe I will plant more eggplants. Anywho, I'm sorry. How many eggplants did you start? Um, Littlefinger. Littlefinger is the way I wrote it on the, like L-I-L, on the label. Um, And then. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then, um, is it Lestadia or Lestada? I don't know. Yeah, So it's another one that's kind of a striped, smaller fruit, but striped purple and white.
0: Is it an heirloom?
2: Uh, I don't think so. I made the mistake of, and I continue to do that, I bought a lot of seeds that are not heirlooms. And we've talked about that just a little bit.
0: We have talked about that, and I've done the same thing. Um, I think moving forward, I might switch to more heirloom varieties just because it makes Mm -hmm. sense, but you know if somebody's just starting out they they can be harder to grow mm, okay because they don't have disease resistance mm-hmm, built into mm-hmm. them and insect resistance yeah. and stuff like that so you know it's 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 a learning process and another thing too is some of the fruit looks weird as hell you know you look at it, you're like man what the hell am I going to mm-hmm, do with a black tomato mm-hmm, mm-hmm. you know what yeah, i mean yeah. like it just doesn't make sense yeah. so you have to be prepared for that kind of mm-hmm. stuff but um yeah I, you know for me it was like what are the purple green beans mm-hmm. those are heirloom i believe um the royal burgundy i might i could be wrong but Tavia's going to check her um seed vault <laughs> that she has
2: so these are not heirlooms the ones that i have but i have one more package that i think um i'm pretty sure it's the same company um Morse. yeah so no this yeah. I, and I got this from a big box store um, these are not heirlooms that, you know, and I wonder if they're generally harder to find. I mean, I haven't done a complete inventory, but there are very few heirloom packages or seed packages that I have.
0: Well, because heirlooms um, give you viable seeds.
2: For saving seeds. And,
0: yeah. And uh, yeah. And other ones don't. So why would you sell heirloom seeds oh, yeah. if you're, you know, if you're a big box mm-hmm. store? And that's the kind of the issue I have with those kinds of places. Is and why is it spring and we're still talking about seeds? Damn it, I thought we were over mm, that, no, but never, never. Mm-hmm. But that's the thing is like it's a marketing thing. It's like, why would you sell in a Home Depot when people are just gonna? I mean, because that's what gardeners do,
2: mm-hmm. the same way. as many you, you know, you don't have a lot of perennial seeds that are being sold in those same stores, you know?
0: Yeah, exactly. Mm-hmm. Or like, how many gardeners do you know that grow a perennial plant? Like, there's so there's two types of people. There's the type of people that pay somebody to to come in and plant their flower beds or whatever Mm -hmm. and put the perennials in and they just leave them. And then there's the other type of people who are like, I'm going to get this perennial and I'm going to let it grow and then I'm going to split it Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. and I'm going to move it all around. You know what I mean? So there's the two types. So think about that, though. You know what I mean? Like I can wait two years to save myself, you know, 50 bucks. Mm -hmm, Like mm -hmm. I'm cool with that. So but yeah, perennial seeds like they're just not you know, as far as big box, I mean, you can find them online all day Mm -hmm. long. So, and that's actually what I wanted. One thing I wanted to talk about too, is like, I will start transitioning over to heirloom seeds, but for like flowers and stuff, like you can get some pretty good flower seeds on sale or not on sale, but online and stuff like Mm -hmm. that that are different, you know, but even then, like one thing I had an issue with when I was looking for the Vincas and stuff is like, what's different than other people Mm -hmm. you know what I mean you want to be different and then as I looked around like in my general area I'm like it doesn't matter what you put in it's going to be different you You know know, what I mean it doesn't matter you
2: know it's funny I don't need to be different I mean I think inherently I am right you know we all are made differently but I'm okay with having something in my yard that looks like someone else's yard I have it there because I really like it you know so i do get the idea of you you go to certain stores like in in certain areas and this is all over you know the world even and they are shipping some of the same thing so if people are basically buying within a 10 or 15 mile radius when you start driving around the neighborhood it's going to be the same thing right because we're all buying from these similar big box stores um, or wherever the story is whether even if it's you know a, um, you know, small business nursery or garden center, right? They're not, it's not like one of a kind things. Like they only have one of this plant, right? You know, so the lucky person that got it, um, now, you can get that stuff online, though. Yeah, you can definitely. Which you know, I have a sorted history. Meaning, last year ordering plants online didn't work out for me. Um, so, so there's that. But, but yeah, that's also though one of the reasons why I love gardening, and the reason why I was meant to get into seeds. Because at some point, the same black beauty is the only eggplant you're gonna see, you know, in in Home Depot. There's one more that they started selling recently. Um, Ichiban. No, no, it's not, that's not, I grew it last year, I can't think of the name of it, but it's, oh, it's like, it's labeled Japanese eggplant, so it's kind of long and thinner.
0: Yeah, Ichibon. Uh, Is that it? Okay. Yeah, Ichibon. Um, I love those. Those are my favorite. Yeah, yeah, so. I would, I I, I prefer those over any other eggplant. Yeah,
2: I can see why I actually really enjoyed it last year. I only had one plant last year versus my 88 plants this year, but anywho, I didn't have, I didn't start that variety, but. um, But
0: if you could take, if somebody comes to our houses and say Batavia here's your plants, Ben, here's your, your plants, your flowers, mm-hmm. we'll, we'll just stick with flowers. Cause it's obviously different mm-hmm. and they're the exact same. Our yards would still look different because yep. you would design yeah, it differently. Absolutely. You know, like clearly I designed my flowers this year, like a total amateur.
2: <laughs> it happens.
0: So yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's cool. Like it's all like, and that's why I did a lot of annuals this year though, because if I don't like it, They'll go away. Now the bulbs, on the other hand, that's a different story. I'm not gonna, I'm (laughs) not digging, digging them up and moving them. I mean, I will if it's like, oh, that looks horrible, Uh but I don't plan on doing that at all. So
2: I, um, that's one of the reasons why I really enjoy annuals, even because it gives me a chance to. I liked the the flower when it was in the store or whatever, but do I really like it that much throughout the season? That um helps me understand whether or not I really want to commit to it, so to speak. First so I'm gonna throw like a tip it. out there mm-hmm.
0: because I've been buying flowers and stuff recently and I've been talking a lot about roots um when you go to the store and you go to buy a flower do you buy the one that has the bloom on it already
2: um I generally or you buy the one
0: that doesn't I generally
2: buy the one with the bloom on it already as I think many people do
0: right and that's not a good idea yeah, I know
2: but that' mean I won't stop it
0: I, I'm not chastising no, no, you I know. I'm okay. not chastising you but You know, if you're gonna do it, use that that plant that has that bloom on it to visualize where it goes in your Mm -hmm. yard, and then get the one without Mm -hmm. it because what that means is that plant, first of all, is not using energy right now to make a bloom, and what's growing stronger than
2: when it's the roots. Yeah, (laughs) there's a thing. The roots are getting stronger.
0: There's a there's a strong theme here, and I'm not ashamed of it. No, no, absolutely,
2: it's golden advice. Yeah,
0: and then take it home and then get the one right next to it same thing with no blooms on it take it home and i guarantee you that you're going to get more blooms Mm -hmm. off of it you can take that and put it in the bank you're going to get more blooms off of it because it's going to be a happier plant Mm -hmm. and i can tell you that last year i went with my mom and we bought foxgloves, and um there was one that was like fully bloomed she's like get that one i'm like "Uh uh-uh why didn't i get that because it was already yeah. bloomed
2: well there's a, a quick note on that which generally i absolutely agree but also be super careful about the bloom time for flowers that you're buying right that
0: we're going to talk yeah. about that in yeah the next all one. right that's
2: the teaser for the next one Yes, yeah,
0: state not the next one that's coming up but it will be yeah. coming out um about garden design mm-hmm. Um, that's totally different. I don't want to crack open that subject cause it makes me want to throw up. Also, cause. I didn't
2: eat breakfast before we started this and I don't even know if I have the energy. to <laughs>
0: <laughs> Yeah, that's a, I mean, and that's a real thing too, because that's very nauseating to think mm-hmm, about, mm-hmm. you know, and that's something that I've been dealing yeah. with. But, you know, when you get those, cause you know, if it has a bloom time, I will say this about it. If it blooms from spring to fall, then it's You're fine. Folding, yeah. But if it's only going to bloom during summer and it's in spring and it's already got a bloom on it then guess what you've limited like it's already spent some of its energy mm-hmm. to bloom in the damn store. Like who cares about what it looks like in the store, you know, as long as it's a healthy plant like Yeah, I couldn't get agree it with out you more. Here. That's
2: exactly my point. Yeah, absolutely. But you know there's a whole um, thought around, you know, the reason why there's so many plants, flowers in the stores that already have blooms on them right you know like people love it annuals i mean it's all wrapped in people love just to bring a flower home that's already pretty you know
0: hold on wait let me get my tinfoil hat on (laughs) okay i got my tinfoil hat on you ready yes it's it's a scam it's seriously what's gonna sell if you don't know and i mean i I'm talking about me right now as a as a first time growing flowers. Mm-hmm. You go in there. Luckily, I already grew vegetables, so I kind of knew. But what are you going to pick up? Most people are going to pick up the one with the blooms, yeah. right? Yeah. So the the blooms are what sell. Yeah,
2: I don't think it's a scam. I mean. It's, it's absolutely marketing, right? It's the, you want to know what you're buying. If, um, if
0: you steal my thought, I'll kill you. Well,
2: clearly you just stole my <laughs> thought and I wasn't even going to bring it up because I want people to know that we really do get along. Um, so you said we weren't <laughs> we weren't going to go into it. We were going to save it for another episode. Then you went into it and said the thing that I was thinking. But maybe that's just us being so connected on these things, right? <laughs> that is, that is, that
0: is. But then you have to think about too is they have to start their plants very mm-hmm. early mm-hmm. as well. Yeah. So it's just kind of the natural progression of it. So what is my theory? What is my tinfoil hat theory? I think they plant them in stages so that they will get the blooms to sell. And as they're opening up... And it's very smart yeah, to do that. Agreed, yeah. And there's nothing wrong with buying a plant with blooms on it already. You know, it's just not the best idea. So a
2: lot of the plants at the big box stores also have a picture of the plant on the container...
0: And that picture is horrible.
2: (laughs) So you, well, you know what it's going to look like, but there's, and and when I go to some of the, um, gosh, I feel like I just need to still go. But anywho, when I go to some of the smaller, um, small business plant shops, you know, that sell all kinds of things for, you know, gardens and such. Um, a lot of those don't have that kind of wrapping around it, if you will. So you basically look at a tag and you either know what the plant looks like or it's already bloomed, right? So there is a part of this where you do want, so I can visualize a design, which again, we'll talk about um, in a future episode. I can visualize a design by not seeing the flower if I already know what the flower looks like, if I've already grown it. I don't need to see, I don't need to have everything bloomed when I'm creating a garden design. But there's some people that do. Right Like I need to be able to see what this white looks like versus this yellow. I need to be able to line these these things up, and without the blooms, you know it's hard to do that.
0: no, it is and that's and so herein lies a different aspect of it, and you know again, this is all a garden update because this is what I've been yeah, dealing yeah, yeah. with is when you go to the big box stores, they have the pictures, right, and I feel like a small piece of me is like okay an amateur gardener would go to a big box store versus your local nursery mm-hmm. because they just have a tag with the word yeah. written on it and i'm gonna go ahead and tell you right now when i go in there and i go to buy a flower and it ain't nothing but the words <laughs> i'm screwed
1: yeah, yeah like yeah.
0: screwed bad unless something's blooming like i have no clue what's yeah. going on so like and there's been many times where i've like bought something i'm like damn that was a a terrible buy, yeah. you know. It wasn't what I had envisioned. Or you're sitting there on your phone. You're like, let me Google it real mm-hmm, fast, mm-hmm. and you're like looking it up, and you know. So like, I'm not. I'm not denouncing going to big box stores by any means. Don't think I am because first of all, they're cheaper. Yeah. yeah. And a lot of us, as um, you can tell by Batavia and her sixty-eight thousand um, tomato seeds that she has right now, <laughs> that it is a true addiction to buy this stuff, and it's easy to get carried mm-hmm, away. Mm-hmm. So you do have to be mindful of the cost of it. I feel
2: like you were very kind in describing exactly what's happening. So the 68,000 tomato plants, the psychology around that, that should also tell you why I've struggled with pulling the trigger and planting. Uh, So it's the best place for it is now. There is a, like, I've gone so big this year, yeah. Like, like, again, I say it, it's the biggest garden ever, right? It's twice the size, three times the size as a garden I had two or three years ago. And I have compensated for that by starting a whole bunch of seeds, right? Um, and it is, all right, I've rehearsed, I've rehearsed, I've rehearsed. Now, I mean, I may be experiencing a little bit of stage fright. You know, so there's this moment of like, all right, everything is safe in my grow room besides, you know what, collards, kale (laughs) and cabbage. Yeah. But everything is safe there. Taking these babies outside, right? Making the decision about where I'm going to plant. like,
0: Well, it's different because this year you're connected to what you're growing. Literally connected. You raised it. You didn't just go to a store and buy it. You literally raised it from an infant. You know what I mean?
2: So if you guys listen to this podcast, (laughs) do you hear my voice shaking? Um, Yeah. So there is a drinking game. I'm drinking coffee now, but there's a drinking game that every time my buddy Ben speaks of bonsai anything, you take a drink. We Mm -hmm. may have to add a second edition to anytime I get weepy i get teary-eyed you may need to take a drink because i feel That's like,
0: like 15 times I'm an telling episode you,
2: i feel like i literally have tears in my eyes because i've not been able to i've not been able to point my finger on it and you just did that right. for me. so thank you
0: well i'm gonna put i'm, up, I'm gonna smash my finger on it for Listen, you i don't so, want to get here. to my
2: nose running i don't want to get into an ugly cry like come on have some mercy here
0: no this is this is this is a sound bite for you um Gardening is when you start doing it from where you are Mm -hmm. now, it's a very intimate process Mm -hmm. with your food Mm -hmm. and your plants and nature. And you're growing it to an extent. I mean, you're taking it from nothing. You're raising it. You're caring for it every day. You're thinking about it constantly. You're rubbing your hands over it. You know, people are going to talk to their seedlings. And then you take them out and it's like, okay, at this point, your plants are 17 years old. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Right? Your plants are 17 years Mm -hmm. old. And then it's time to release them into the world. So now you're going to start teaching them their life lessons. And you're going to move them out. And you're gonna start teaching them how to get warm mm-hmm. and stay cool mm-hmm. and take the wind. And, you know, the birds are gonna attack it. You're releasing them into the big bad world. And it's a very intimate process. And that's what, you know, a lot of people look at is like, I'm fixing to just grow some grub, mm-hmm. son, and I'm gonna I'm eat <laughs> down. And that's not what it's about. Yeah. You yeah. know what I mean? It's a lot more, it starts off that way. But once you take that step into your seeds, it's, it's a very, you know, a loving process. And, you know, the thing about buying blooms and stuff like that, like stuff that's in bloom is it's, you know, we talk about patience a lot on the Mm -hmm. podcast and it's instant gratification to put a plant in and then immediately have a bloom. You know what I mean? Like it's that instant gratification, but in the reality of it is like, and it hurts. Like I did that little crappy video about um, pulling the blooms Mm -hmm. off for stronger roots Mm -hmm. But that's really important to me. It is because I feel like it makes a difference, but also it's really hard to do Mm -hmm. because at that point, like when I put those plants in the ground, I now had 21 plants in the ground that had flowers on them,
2: had past tense,
0: had, Mm -hmm. and now there's none. But I know that in the long run with the patience and the determination and the intestinal fortitude to do it, you're going to be happier in the long run. And that's what's important.
2: Are you stepping down? Because that was like, yeah, I'm done. So, guys, I was a very few words because I'm trying to hold it together over here. (laughs) (laughs) Like like it's, you know, that that alone has made all of this worth it. Like the, yeah, I I could, you know, we close out this podcast like forever now. Like this is our, yeah.
0: That was it. That was it. Yeah,
2: that's good stuff, man. Again, I, I hadn't been able to figure it out. Um, and while I am okay with accepting kind of garden failures, let's describe it that way. Um, you know, I, I do. I want to be successful. You know, and yeah. there are a lot of more at bats that I have because I'm growing. Not even just in quantity, like forget the 66 different tomato plants um but the and i'll have to do a count at some point the individual kind of plant species right you know so yeah um and i love it i love it all this is believe i'm very blessed to be in this position to do this um and there are a lot of emotions tied to it and what i was going to say when you end it was it's that serious it absolutely is this serious you know
0: it is so. it definitely is i mean we joke and we laugh and You know, we do silly stuff and all that. But when it comes down to it, like gardening is, it's very fun and serious Mm -hmm. and, you know, it's just, it's important. And when you do stuff and you raise these stuff, I mean, even, even if you're not starting from seed though, like your first year gardener, Mm -hmm. think about the first time you planted something that you could eat. Think about that. And you put it in there and that first, what was the first thing you planted? Do you remember?
2: Uh, Tomatoes and cucumbers.
0: So the first, so you probably got cucumbers first. Yep. Do you remember when you pulled that first cucumber off? I
2: absolutely do. And although I have, um, I don't remember cucumbers from the garden and kind of my childhood garden, if you will. But I remember, one, thinking cucumbers don't look like this. Two... When I taste it, that I could actually still remember it because my grandparents helped me plant my first garden. Um, And while generally I had done a bunch of research on the interweb, you know, I had expectations, but they were far exceeded once I got that first cucumber. So much so where um, I just questioned what I had been consuming for however many decades, quite literally, you know. Um, I
0: mean, I had always heard that, you know, and when I was young, I I didn't think about like food that you grow tastes better. yeah, Yeah. And then I heard the next thing was, it only tastes better because you grew it. And that's just not true. No, no. You know what I mean? It's just not true. It has more flavor. But I remember when I pulled the first eggplant off, that was the first thing I grew. Mm,
2: interesting. Okay. Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah, it is interesting, too, because the eggplant is not some of those one of those things that's very, you know, you don't eat a lot yeah, of it. yeah, yeah generally speaking but I remember pulling up and like man this is a really like complex vegetable and I grew this bitch you know what I mean I grew this thing and I'm fixing to eat it you know and it was a very proud moment yeah. and then every year like yesterday we made fried rice and I took all my snow peas I, I usually cook them because I don't get a lot every day mm-hmm. so I cook them in a, like at the end of the week I'll cook them as whatever's left over for me eating raw and just eating that in itself was like I grew this This is from the garden. You know what I mean? And it's such an empowering process.
2: There's something to be said about, you know, kind of cooking with love. You've heard that, right? You know, you can taste the love in a meal that someone's prepared for you. Mm -hmm. Um, And there is it's that same vein of kind of growing with love. I think Mm -hmm. it was last summer. Yeah, I'm pretty sure it was last summer. um, Someone over doing some work and, you know, because of how I roll, anyone that's at my house like, I'm sending you away with something. Once my harvest starts to come in, you know, I have a stash oh, of plastic. Oh, you got to take something. Yeah, I have a stash of plastic bags. And I think the guy commented on, you know, he can just tell that this was grown with love, right? You know, and yeah. it's funny because I'm I'm not poetic in that way. You know, like, I have those feelings, but I never articulated in that way. Um, and that's the reason why I got so weepy when you were doing it. Um, so, so, yeah, I mean, I think that... Um, there's a the functional part of gardening but there is kind of this love affair with gardening if you will that i personally yeah. have um so so yeah it's it's like it's like i've had and this isn't by no means me kind of evaluating you or ranking you as a gardener but i've had kind of like puppy love i've had with gardening i've had kind of you know those first um, you know you're in your 20s maybe that early love when you oh this is really love you know and now I feel like I am walking into kind of that long lasting until death do us part type love right you know yeah you're um, in your garden wedding I mean my garden what
0: your garden wedding at this point uh. Like as soon as you get everything out Mm -hmm. there and it makes it and you get through the year, it'll be, you'll be like, damn, you know, Mm -hmm. and don't get me wrong. There's going to be things that you're like, I need to replace this. Mm -hmm. Like you might still need to go get a starter Mm -hmm. and that's, that's totally fine. There's nothing wrong with using starters. Mm -hmm. There's nothing, you know, it doesn't make you, I don't care who you are. If you go out right now and you're like, I'm, i got to plant my garden. I'm going to go out and buy all my Mm -hmm. starters. I don't care. That doesn't make you any less of a gardener than if you started seeds. And don't let anyone tell you different. Not one bit less. Because
2: absolutely. Oh, it makes
0: you smarter because you didn't do shit while I was sitting here stressing (laughs) over mine. You know what I mean?
2: Absolutely. uh, One, because I did it for so many years and I was absolutely a garden gardener then and I'm a gardener now. Um, Yeah. So, you know, the spirit of gardening is in you no matter what where the plant came from. So the people that basically I give a dozen tomato plants to Mm -hmm. you're a gardener too, even though I gave you those tomato plants, um, please, please rescue some of the tomato plants.
0: (laughs) And Batavia's address is, um, but you can go by, I mean, you know, it's even if you do get the start, you still got to take care of the plant. You know, you still got to troubleshoot. You still got to stop the pest like today. I went outside and I looked on, take a drink, one of my bonsais and I had 15 baby grasshoppers on one of them on one leaf. Never seen it before. So had to get rid of those. You know what I mean? Like it's just as part of it, like every year there's something that comes up and you still are taking care of it. You're going to learn. It doesn't matter what you're growing. You're going to learn something about it. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. And if not, you're going to learn about the process of life. You're going to learn about life and death. Otherwise, you know, even if you kill it within a week, you're still going to be like, okay, what did I do wrong? Mm
1: -hmm,
2: mm -hmm. Absolutely. So
0: I hope that was uh, what everybody wanted to hear.
2: I don't know. It that's was my heavy, true, man, but I felt every bit of it. That's my true
0: feeling. That's my true feelings about gardening. Yeah. I'm not just some jackass that sits here and talks and makes videos. Like, I do have a passion for yeah. it, and I hope it comes across. But uh,
2: And when it doesn't, I cry for the both of us, so I make sure that yeah, it's she expressed.
0: Does. She cries a lot, believe it or not. She cries I'm, a lot. On She's on the got verge a good... of
2: tears, like, you know, almost every podcast, right? <laughs>
0: I'm not, just so y'all know. Sorry. <laughs> but, um, okay. Enough of that. What's the next thing you're going to do in your garden?
2: I am going to finish up. Um, I, I feel like it's hand tilling, which we talked about, like, you know, the pros and cons of that. But the next thing I do once I get done with my day is to go out and work up the soil um, and then add some compost to it. Um, and then I am going to before the close of the day I'm going to start with my eggplants and I'm going to start hardening a couple of those babies off
0: I forgot I got sweet potato slips and white potato slips coming to me that's a gardening update if I haven't I don't even know how I forgot everybody's probably waiting to hear me talk about it or not but yeah I got some I found a place and ordered them so uh, thank you Gurney I believe is the name of the company. I got Beauregard is what I'm doing. So,
2: so we talked we'll to see. you guys about how there's a lot of things we don't talk about in advance. Uh, so you're I'm hearing it for the first time as you are, and there are a bunch of things being and I do talk about. But I kind of feel like the sweet potato piece, like I'm taking a little bit personally.
0: Why? Because I didn't tell you. I felt like
2: I should have got a screen capture of your order is complete. (laughs) Yeah, like I feel like I should get your shipping, your tracking information. Like I, I feel like I'm, I'm I'm invested in the sweet potato journey for you this year.
0: (laughs) (laughs) You and everybody else in the world apparently is invested in my sweet potato journey. Yeah, I, um, I found them actually three days after we did that update.
2: Oh, good, good.
0: I was after, after the update released and I was like, let me look one more time. And I found them and there wasn't a big selection, mm-hmm. but at this point it's like, you got to do what you got to do. You know what I mean?
2: Yeah.
0: It's a different world now. So so quick update um, for me
2: on sweet potatoes. Um, and there are five potatoes that I was using to start slips. Only two of them are actually, actually have slips that have produced. Um, there's, The third one has a bunch of roots, but they haven't taken off with the slips yet. And then two of them are just kind of potatoes sitting in water. So that's just a note when it comes to starting your own in the future. But um, it's so easy to do, I found. Um, So while the weather isn't warm enough for me to transplant those slips out yet, because the quantity that I was anticipating isn't there, I did also find a place to order slips. Um, so I'll be sharing the tracking information. It'll be in the notes of this episode. No, I'm joking. <laughs> yeah. Because if you want to follow someone's journey, because you guys deserve it when it comes to sweet potatoes, um, clearly Ben didn't think that much of us to let us know sooner. Um, <laughs> I did. I
0: waited until the first update when I found it. I'm
2: just teasing with you.
0: What else do you want from me? Jeez. I
2: wanted the tracking number. I wanted the, the picture of the order. I told you what I wanted.
0: <laughs> Actually, I, I, I forgot. Is your garage heated? It is not. Does it have electrical? It does. I got you covered for um something. I'm um I'm gonna help you out with. I think uh, I have gr- an
2: idea of where you're headed, and I'm so glad that you do because I don't I don't have the capacity at this moment to think that far. I've ahead. done it
0: before in New England, okay. where I built something in an unheated space mm-hmm. and grew in mm-hmm. it. So we're mm-hmm. we're gonna we're gonna, ho- we're gonna hook you up at some point. All right. Just so you know. All right. But because uh, you were talking about how you're running out of space. Yesterday. Oh, in your yard.
2: Well, no, was I?
0: Yeah, because we were talking. No, well, no, it wasn't yesterday. Maybe it was on a phone call where I was talking about um how I've made the decision that I'm I'm gonna try and get a greenhouse. Mm-hmm,
1: mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Oh but yeah. But I
0: don't know where I want to put mm-hmm. it in my yard because, you know, it was honestly it was never really in my wheelhouse to get a greenhouse. It's like no, I don't want to do mm-hmm. it but now i think i want to do it cuz i kind of i mean to be completely honest i want to keep everything out of my house
1: mm-hmm.
0: you know what i mean i don't want to have this stuff in my house as much as possible because you know with a 6 year old and yeah. dog and cat and everything <laughs> else so and i mean if if i'm going to grow my own annuals right and my own vegetables mm-hmm. i need to you know get some more space going on so and managing um, against
2: you know, the electricity bill, although LED yeah. lights are more cost efficient. That's for you. Yeah, the L- um,
0: yeah, it, it wasn't too bad. I think I I, <clears throat> I did the math on it because you can do the math based on the kilowatt mm-hmm. hours and stuff. I think it cost me like 25 cents a week to run my LED lights or something. So it's not bad, but, but if you're gonna I do, would just wait, rather. But if you're
2: going to do more, then in turn, there's more light. Well
0: so here's the difference between you and I (laughs) I give I give myself a set space Uh and then that's all the space that I get oh okay so I have like I have a little shelf and that's where it's been for years Uh and that's it and if I can't do it on there then I can't do it and that's just the end of subject but when you start talking about And when I was doing vegetables, it really wasn't an issue. But now you start adding in flowers Mm -hmm. and you have to get a little creative because as you pot up things is when you start running out of Mm -hmm. space. Yeah. So um, I I do want to try and do because now you can get greenhouses a lot cheaper than you used to. Mm -hmm. So we'll see. But I don't have electrical out there. So it's it's a trick. But um, anyways, so, you know, you're running out of space. I think that we can figure out a way and I can help you with that. Okay, I appreciate Um, it. Yeah,
2: I don't remember so exactly what moment we were talking about running out of space. You'll have to remind me because when I was in the yard um, this morning, kind of working up that soil, I was just like, you know what? It's it's what you make of it. So at some point I was looking and saying, you know, oh, I don't have so much space. You know, I'm limited in what I can grow. And I keep on saying this because I keep on. Ha- have to, It's my pep talk. Like, this is the biggest garden ever. Like, so clearly you have more space. So as a tragic moment, the one blueberry plant that I thought that was going to make it, we commented on this in the um, the live um, this week, it was trampled on. And so I went out there this morning and there's like, like the not even barely a stump left. But I looked and you know, I don't know the measurements because I mean, when do I ever know measurements, but maybe it's like a two foot by four foot space, maybe more like one and a half feet by four feet. And my immediate thought was, oh, what can I plant there now? Because I left the root um, ball in for the blueberry plant. But remember the other blueberry plant that didn't make it, you know, so I still have that space there that's open. Um, And I I won't get into the whole idea of how I tried to make the soil acidic and all of that stuff and what's going to be healthy there. But it was kind of like me just inserting an obstacle there. Right. So I absolutely do have a lot of space, period. Like, clearly, I have a small lot, you know, 25 by 100. That's an accurate measurement. And there's a house, a garage, porches that sit on that, you know, so I'm growing and wait, wait. Breaking news. I have approximately one hundred and ninety seven square feet of growing space. So let's call it two hundred. There you go. I did the math um, at some point when I was up at night and, you know, it'd been bothering me that I didn't know. Um, So that's like that's that's. Oh, I also did the calculation. I think this is right. If it was just one garden bed, it'd be seventy five feet by four feet. 75 feet like that's a long I mean clearly I would never plant in that way but just to give you a, you a visual of what that looks like and so I I was saying to is
0: that me- flowers and vegetables
2: Uh that is only vegetables it's not you flowers. have 200 square feet yeah
0: wow I have half of what you mm-hmm. have
2: Wow. Well. I'm twice the gardener as you. No, I joke. That's absolutely a joke. That's absolutely a joke. There's no truth in that. I do not believe that. But Ben's been giving me a hard time, so I'm just a couple of zingers.
0: Because I have edible landscaping, so that doesn't go into my square footage.
2: If you guys can see the way that he's sitting back and, you know, leaning into that, um, sure. But anywho. It's like
0: going to the gun show. Yeah, right. That's what that was.
2: (laughs) (laughs) But I say that to say we make, I mean, it's what we make of it you know so I was just as satisfied when I only had that one small area on the side of the house you know I felt really good about gardening then I feel good about it now and what I'm trying to do is kind of break through that put a plant in the ground man like that's I'm trying to get over that hurdle and I'm still struggling Mm -hmm. with it you are I'm gonna put a plant in the ground man
0: there you go (laughs) do it today No, I'm just joking. Yeah,
2: you know it's still a lot for me to commit to. (laughs) Today? As in today, today?
0: (laughs) So on that note, it is time for what everybody's been waiting for. The recipe of the day. Brought to you by Batavia.
2: Well... I am going to go with a recipe that is not in season per se, but it's in the spirit. So maybe that's what I'll do as a rule. It's in the spirit of what we're about to grow to give you some ideas of what you should be growing. So I'm going to jump on the sweet potato bandwagon. And specifically because Ben tells me he only eats sweet potatoes one way. One way. And um, this is not the way. I'm a purist. Yeah, I guess so. That's one way of calling it. (laughs) (laughs) this is not the one way he eats them but it's a way I really enjoy them and I clearly roast a lot of things it's basically roasted sweet potatoes Um, so think of your sweet potatoes and you can do this for one serving or three or four or five Um, I'll take generally no fewer than two sweet potatoes. So large size sweet potatoes that you may see in the grocery store. If you're growing them to yourself and you have smaller potatoes, I double it or triple it. Um, so essentially I wash up the sweet potatoes. Um, I, in most cases, leave the peels on. I don't peel them because there's a ton of nutrition in them. I'll cut off the tips, you know, just to kind of clean it up a little bit. And then I'm dicing the sweet potatoes into kind of bite-sized pieces. So I don't know, maybe an inch around, you um, I will at that point, I generally will use a extra virgin olive oil um, to coat the potatoes in just a regular bowl. Um, And then this is where you decide kind of what your flavor is going to be when it comes to what you're cooking. Um, So I've done things like your traditional salt. I've done things like salt and cinnamon for a seasoning. Um, But I do like there is um, kind of a um, how should I say? a different spice element so it's more like salt and cumin and a little bit of cayenne pepper right you know so that mixture and again whatever your taste buds are I'm sprinkling it on the raw potato with olive oil I've already preheated my oven to about 400 degrees Fahrenheit because that's where I roast everything at maybe even 425 Um, I'm going to lay out the sweet potatoes kind of single file making sure they don't touch each other Um, putting them in the oven roughly about 15 minutes I'll check on them to see if they start to soften Um, my total cook time may be about 30 35 minutes the smaller the dice is the faster they'll cook I do flip them at least once so taking the pan out about halfway through, flip them over uh, to make sure I get them crisp because that's the way I prefer them on each side. Um, and then once you are done, which again could be about 35 minutes or so, um, they are great in any kind of dipping sauce, but you can eat them straight out of the oven once they've cooled off. Um, so I've done things like a chipotle dipping sauce, especially with that seasoned blend that I talked about. And um, it's it's probably... I'm going to argue it's my favorite way. I prefer that over sweet potato fries. I even prefer it. I feel like it's, you know, blasphemy over sweet potato pie. Um, what
0: is, um? before you go on, I need to know, what is the Chipotle dipping recipe?
2: Oh, that's store-bought. I'm not that advanced to create these. Ah, yeah, damn. I know, I know. Thanks for the yeah i feel a little bit disappointed in myself now
0: yeah i'm I'm a little let down but that's okay
2: (laughs) um so yeah semi-homemade is the way i like to refer to it there's a whole show um where i've seen that but anywho um so yeah roasted sweet potatoes they go well with everything they go well with any kind of sandwich you're going to make um as a general side when it comes to if you have other roasted veggies i'm actually looking forward to them with like a blend of roasted veggies like squash and eggplant and so on um they're hearty uh so if you make it, which some of you may have already made this as well, Ben hasn't because you only eat them one way. Um, yeah. But yeah, it's the same way that I would roast potatoes. I just use a different kind of seasoning um, depending on my mood. So I hope you, you enjoy You know why I only
0: eat them one way? Why? Because it's like when I go surfing, I can take a sweet potato, <laughs> wash it, stick it in the toaster oven, turn it on for an hour, come back and I have a sweet potato ready for <laughs> me to eat.
1: <laughs> yeah. And it's
0: no work. You know, so no. And sweet potatoes are good because uh, alternative to white potatoes, because there's more fiber Mm -hmm. in them. And fiber is something that people in this country in particular lack in eating. So hopefully as gardeners, we don't lack. But
2: yeah. To your point um, real quick off this, this recipe, but the way that you eat sweet potatoes, it's you know, there's a whole movement when it comes to. The way we cook and kind of the most natural way. So my recipe, you know, obviously it had oil in it. It had some other seasoning, but that's the the most um, natural way that you can eat a sweet potato. The way you described it, you know. So that's not how I uh, always I eat, but
0: that's not really how I look at it, though. I just that's how I like yeah. it. So before we close out, though, I do have one question for you. Sure. In your perfect world. What would your perfect garden be? Would it be container gardens, raised beds, in beds, vegetables, flowers? What would it be?
2: It would be uh, circular. Um, It would be in the backyard of my home. Um, So it's not this home that I live in now. You heard it here, folks. You heard Uh it here, folks. Backyard. Mm -hmm. I would never plant in the front yard in my perfect garden. That's not very true. That's not very true. But I would look for a garden space that's, it's all within one space. So right now my space is split. So anyway, perfect garden. It would be, um, I don't know the measurements of how much space, but it would be a very large space where the garden area is circular. In the middle of the garden would be raised beds, but the um, kind of... Uh, edge of the garden. So all the way around that circle would be regular crops, almost like a hedge of sorts. Um, And I would do different things like, you know, uh, flowers and kind of bush-like veggies. So that would look a little bit more edible um, because I was converted when we recorded that last episode. Um, And there would be, when you look at it- Spoiler alert. Yeah, right. When you look at it from a, oh, that was a real spoiler. Uh, When you look at it from (laughs) like, you know, the aerial shot- it would be like a grid of sorts. Um, So I would also, of course, have like a nice sitting area. Um, There would be a greenhouse that would be super duper cute um, with, you know, kind of colorful, um, you know, walls and wood painted. Um, Gosh, that's all in my head. I've never sketched that out. So, again, that's how I It's fine.
0: You didn't even know I was going to ask that. No,
2: no. Can I ask you yours?
0: of course mm-hmm. you can. Mine would be, it's actually pretty simple. I would want a 50 by 100 foot in ground bed. And then that would be just just about it. I, I, maybe a, some kind of like raise something or other mm-hmm. in there with some flowers or something. But it would be rose like a farm. Mm-hmm. I think that would be what I would want. A well organized space where it wasn't split. I think that's what it would be. You know, just down to the... Bare bones, basic, taking it back into history, classic, you know, garden.
2: I think that the last 90 seconds or so, I think that the description of those two spaces really represent who we are as gardeners (laughs) and how different we are. Right. You know, it's pretty cool.
0: Yeah. I mean, because I like raised beds because... Well, that's what I have. Mm -hmm. And they seem to be a little easier, but I don't like having it split.
1: Mm -hmm, mm -hmm.
0: I don't like having that split area. You know, I have two feet in between each bed. And if you do the math, that's like 20 extra square feet I could plan in, you know, but then you have the rows and all that stuff. But I feel like you could do the, the in-ground bed and then around it you could build like some flowers mm-hmm. or something mm-hmm. like that, but inside have like your core in it so you're like I'm going to work in the garden you're in one space yeah. all the time. I think that would be my key dream, you know. And 50 by 100 is just a number I kind of pulled out as pretty big. Yeah. yeah, yeah. But um I feel like I could grow all of my mm-hmm. food on that, mm-hmm. all of it and then have a couple fruit trees and stuff like that. So you're
2: not going to make me teary eyed again.
0: Why? Why would that make I mean, a basic ass no, garden like that? The statement
2: of like, and you feel like you can grow all of your food there. Yeah.
0: yeah. Yeah. Well, let's see. That is 5,000 square feet. Yeah. That's, that's big. Yeah,
2: That is big. Yeah.
0: That's real big. You know what I mean? So there's a lot that can come out of that. So it's beautiful. Yeah. So on that note, you have anything to tell the good people before we go because this has gone on for long enough
2: (laughs) (laughs) at some point 15 minutes ago i just said this is clearly going to be a telethon type episode because we're just going to keep on talking um i appreciate you all um i know ben does as well I am super excited about the garden season that's really coming up fast on me. So we're basically heading into the summer garden, right? Um, I want you to wish me luck with all the things I'm trying for the first time this year. And... Um, I'm ready to get at it by that. I mean, like it's going to take me another five days before I pull, <laughs> before I actually start. Yeah. Things. But no, in all seriousness, um, I have a grow room tour that's on my YouTube channel. Um, and once this airs in the next couple of days, you'll see my outdoor space to Ben's point. You're actually going to see me walk through all of the spaces. I'm growing food, um, There are a couple of places where I point to containers, but if you're interested in kind of what I've been describing over these episodes, you'll get a first look at it there. Um, And yeah, that's what I got.
0: There you go. I don't have anything to say. I just want to say thank you. Thank you to everybody. Thank you for being here. Thank you for joining us. And get out in your gardens, get dirty, listen to us out there. Stop listening to us in your house and listen to us in your garden like the Purple Thumb Gardener does. And uh, keep up the good work, everybody. Stay safe. And um, we'll see you next time. See ya. I hope you enjoyed our conversation today. You can find us at Backyard Gardens The Movie on Facebook and Backyard Gardener on Instagram. And YouTube is Backyard Gardener, where I'm doing videos showing cooking and building gardens and gardening tips, all kinds of good stuff. And you can find Batavia at...
2: You'll find me on Instagram at B underscore Better Garden. And then you'll find me on Facebook, same name. And then I'm also over on YouTube at Be Better Garden. I am sharing hashtag Garden Joy every chance I get. I hope you enjoy.
0: So if you have any questions, you know hit us up on like all of our platforms, anywhere time. you want. And we will be more all than happy to world, help you with what you can. And again, thanks for listening. And we will see you guys in. next time. Cut.